This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every morning at 8 a.m. UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you, as always, for joining me. Uh, apologies that there was no show yesterday. I was not doing good. Neither was I doing well uh, yesterday at all. Um, yeah, I'm still not 100%, um, but I am as fit as, as can be. I reckon I'm in for like, you know, a substitute appearance, if that, uh, today. But yeah, apologies that there was no show yesterday. For the first time in, I think, the history of me doing the 8am shows, I was unable to do it um, because I <laughs> suffered from food poisoning, which was horrific. Uh, I, I guess... It was only, I was fortunate in the sense it was only the top half of my body that was suffering uh, from it rather than the bottom half of my body, which I'm sure you'll appreciate the detail of. But yes, ridiculous vomiting and horrible stuff going on. Um, but uh, yeah, I went out for a meal on Sunday. Uh, we played on Saturday against Bournemouth. And then Sunday, I went out for a meal, which is like, the whole thing is designed to be like you put your trust in the chef. You may have seen a tweet I put out about it, which I deleted later on because of the consequences of it. Um, and it's like they give you 10 courses, like a little tasting menu thing. It was like a treat with me and the missus. And clearly something in that meal did not agree with me. There was 10 courses, so it could have been anything on those 10 courses. I have no dietary requirements at all that I know of. And unfortunately, I won't know what it was because <laughs> it's impossible to know of all the things that was eaten that uh, that it could have been something mad. So, yeah, uh, but I was not good yesterday at all. Today, I still feel a little bit sensitive, I'm going to be honest, um, but I do feel well enough to do the show and well enough to go to France as well, which I'm very thankful for. Uh, I'm just going to be very much on the water most of the day, not really eating too much but uh, surviving. So yeah, happy days. But thank you for all the kind well wishes you all sent me. It was very kind of you to see so many kind messages sent my way. Kind of, uh, my way sorry, it shows the uh, it shows the the community feel that we have here. Um, so yes, my body was about as efficient as VAR was at the weekend. It's probably the best way to put it. But thank you to everyone with the kind notes and messages that you all sent me. Uh, good morning to Matt G, to Peter, to Pikachu, to Virosh, to A1. Good morning to Red Star. Good morning to Johnny, to Black Shine, Mr. Ree, Stevie, James, Jimbo, uh, Jose, Damian, Paul, Morgie, Olawale, uh, Stephen, Dara, Popeye, Kevin, Temi, Martin, Engine, and plenty more of you guys and girls joining us as well. It means the absolute world that you do so. Do please drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. Without further ado, we're going to go through... 
some of the stories from the last 24 to 48 hours. And then we're going to do a brief preview of the Lawns game this evening because I weren't able to do the preview show yesterday. Kind of combined it again in with today's morning show. So without further ado, let's crack on with these stories. First of all, I need to discuss what was a really disappointing start to the WSL season and Arsenal losing 1-0 to Liverpool um, in a game which I know frustrated a lot of people. It was amazing to see so many fans at the Emirates. Over 50,000 st- uh, tickets were sold for the game. And sadly, supporters were not entertained to a good performance. Uh, a very safe, a very um, cautious display from Arsenal that were then punished by a Liverpool side that, you know, you think about Liverpool in the WSL compared to the EPL. You know, Liverpool are not considered the same, the same kind of bracket as they are on the men's side. So very disappointing start to that season. Of course, Arsenal not in the Champions League because of their elimination to FC Paris in the summer. Um, and now they've got a really difficult way to climb back out of a poor start at home against Liverpool in the WSL. Really, really frustrating for um, for Jonas Adeval and, and the team. But uh, a big game next. We've got Manchester United on Friday. Um, which is a must, must win game really now. I mean, it, we didn't need the pressure on that game as much as it, it has, but now the pressure is really on that game against Man United away from home. Uh, moving into uh, positive contract news, and Ben White, according to Sammy Mottbell, has held positive talks over a new contract with the club. He still has three years left on his deal that ends in 2026. It is significant period of time that is remaining on his deal at the club, uh, and he has a contract of around 110 to 120, I think, thousand pounds per week. Don't quote me on that, but I think I saw a report suggesting it was as high as that. And yet, there will be suggestions that a new contract will be discussed over a brand new deal for the player uh, that will see that wage increase, and of course, the length of time he spends at the club also increase. So that's really positive, um, and I think that signing up these players to brand new deals is going to be really really important because you've got Odegaard now, Gabriel, um, Zinchenko and Jesus only signed in 22. So they've got long-term contracts, of course. Uh, we signed Martin Elliott to a new deal, Saka, Saliba. Some really fantastic news regarding contracts that we've continually been able to do so. We've got two goalkeepers on long-term deals as well. After Ramsdale signed his new contracts and Raya, we've got the option to make that deal permanent as well, which will put him on a long-term deal, you'd imagine, all the way through until at least 28, maybe even 29. So there's some really positive stuff uh, going on in the Arsenal sphere of transfers and uh, Ben White keeping hold of him and the impact that he's had since joining the club and becoming uh, something of a hybrid defender for us has been very, very key indeed. So huge positive news that this looks to be uh, moving towards an agreement, which is fantastic. More positive news is that both Gabriel Jesus and Bukayo Saka trained uh, ahead of the game against uh, RC Lens tonight. Uh, they both received knocks in that game at Bournemouth on the weekend, both were substituted. Um, well, Saka was substituted. Jesus was unable to be substituted because, of course, we'd run out of subs by that point. But Jesus did receive a knock in that game. Um, but both of them trained. I was supposed to be at Arsenal's training ground yesterday, but I sadly was unable to attend. But Simon Collings of the Evening Standard was there and did provide the information uh, that both Saka and Jesus did train ahead of the game tonight. He also reported that Thomas Partey has returned to training in what is a humongous boost to the team ahead of what is a massively, massively important game tonight against Lons, but more importantly, against Manchester City at the weekend. Really positive news, really fantastic boost to the team to see 
Partey back in Arsenal training. He was with the team. He was doing the full training session. Uh, it was with the ball, with the fitness stuff, everything like that. Really good stuff. And uh, Mikel Arteta conducted a an orthodox press conference yesterday. Arsenal's flight didn't actually take off until really late in the evening. Reporters that have already headed out to France, our colleague at Football.London, Kai Karnik, is out there. And they're expecting to hear from Arteta at the Lawn Stadium. However, um, because of the lateness of the flight, it meant that Mikel Arteta was unable to do that press conference. And so they had to do it from a phone call. Um, with the manager and a number of reporters spoke to the uh, spoke to the Arsenal manager via phone and I can give you those quotes you can follow and read the whole um, transcript on the football.london website but to give you some of the highlights from that press conference he was asked about Partey and he said he's progressed really well in the last two weeks and he managed to train in the last two or three days with the team and that's great news for us he was asked whether he needs to play some time in the game against Lons to be involved against City and he said I don't know I think his progression in the last week has been very good he might have some exposure tomorrow depending on how the game goes that kind of hints that maybe he won't be starting the game but he might be coming off the bench and hopefully that means that he has indeed travelled with the squads to France as well. He was asked about Saka and he said he's fine, he's much better. It was a big knock, but he recovered well and trained with us on Monday. So that's really positive. He's also asked about the VAR situation, of course, with the big fallout from the VAR. And he says, do you have sympathy with Liverpool given that a few have gone against us as well? We think about the, the Brentford game that we had. And of course, we think about the Man United game and the points that we dropped during those fixtures. He says, for sure, I have sympathy. Uh, you know, at the end, you want to get what you deserve. You want to minimize errors that you cannot control away from the work and the job that you do on a daily basis. Everybody is trying to have a really clean and honest game. But in the end, you have to earn the right to win it and play in the conditions that the rules allow. When that doesn't happen, is extremely frustrating. Um, and so there you go in regards to kind of a number of topics there. Very positive indeed on Partey. And he's got a very open and honest view about the VAR situation, which is absolutely incredible. Right, we're going to move to part two, which is not going to be the Q&A section just yet. That's going to be part three. We're going to move to part two, which is a small preview of tonight's game against Lons. So, as I said, we're going to jump into a quick preview of the game against Lons tonight, which Arsenal will, of course, take place in their second match returning to the Champions League. Their first game, we know, a 4-0 big win over PSV. Goals from plenty of those starters like Jesus, like Odegaard, uh, Rakai Saka, of course, as well. And Arsenal will be hoping to, uh, I hope, at least rest a number of key players ahead of the game against Man City this weekend. How much will that Man City game play on Arteta's mind ahead of this Champions League game will be very interesting. I think a lot of fans would like to see some significant rotation. I think that we can afford to rotate relatively comfortably. Lawns are a side that have only won one game so far this Liga season. They drew their opening game away from home in the Champions League against Seville, which you could argue is a pretty good result. However, Seville have not been having particularly the best of seasons in La Liga. They currently sit in 15th place. They've only won two games of their first six matches and they play PSV this evening, of course, as well, do Sevilla. So it will be interesting to see. Uh, in That is in Eindhoven, by the way, as well. So interesting game between PSV and Seville this evening. But Lons, Arsenal in France. Uh, my team for the game, I'd make quite a significant number of rotations for this game, but we can bring on some 
of the starting options if we want to. Ramsdale in goal, Ben White, Tommy Asu, Gabriel and Kivior, which is the back line that started the game against Brentford last week and was very strong indeed. Jorginho Havertz and Smith Rowe was also uh, the midfield that we saw start the game against Brentford. Fabio Vieira, however, on the right-hand side with Eddie Nketiah and Nelson in a very rotated front three. We can bring on Odegaard, Jesus, you know, Rice, Partey. But the thing is, with players like that that have had these knocks, have had these issues, Rice we know, Saliba we know, Saka we know, had their doubts going into that game at the weekend against Bournemouth. And I just feel that we don't necessarily need to risk those players straight away. We can always bring them on, as I mentioned, um, in the game if we want to. But I know that some people would probably go a bit stronger than that. Um, that usually is that if you win your home, your three home games and win one of your away games, you usually finish top of the group because 12 points is usually enough to, to take you through as, as group leaders. However, what I would say is I think that Lons is a side that, you know, we should be fairly good to rotate most teams. It's not being disrespectful to the team. They've lost some key players like Seko Fafana and Lois Appender from last season. Yes, they brought in players like El Yawahi, etc., but they have been really, really struggling. The atmosphere is expected to be very good. I'm very excited to go to the stadium this evening and look at what's going on in and around uh, the, the club. It's my first ever away European game that I'm excited for. Hopefully, we'll be doing some filming to give you guys a sense of the atmosphere, a sense of the trip and the journey that it takes to get there. First time driving abroad as well, which is certainly learning all the rules about having to drive in France. It's not just about driving on the other side of the road. You need so many different things to drive in France. So uh, thankfully, it's only about an hour from Calais uh, to get there. So it's not a long drive, um, but I'm sure it's still going to be very much something of a challenge. Jimbo says I should pick up a shirt. I'm very tempted, you know. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It is a thing. I collect shirts, football shirts around the world. So I probably will be uh, having a look at picking up a, a shirt, maybe, um, Jimbo. But yes, I'm going to have a look around the stadium, look at the uh, the club and see what's going on. But I do enjoy collecting shirts of where I go to different grounds around the world outside of the UK. You won't see me picking up a shirt from inside the UK, that's for sure. Um, but abroad, very much enjoy whenever I go anywhere on the continent or around the world that I can pick up a shirt. Went to Copenhagen in the summer, picked up one of their shirts as well. Um, but yeah, very excited indeed to uh, to get there and to, to enjoy it and hopefully have fully recovered by then. Uh, predictions, we should get predictions from you guys. Let's get score lines in the chat box. Tell me what you guys are going for a score line for myself. I'm going to go for... Um, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think I'm gonna go for a three-one 
Arsenal win tonight. Goals, of course, a Ben White screamer, always. Um, Tommy Asu with his first Arsenal goal. That'd be fantastic to see. Uh, and Smith Rowe finally to get a goal to really boost his confidence. Jimbo's going for a 2-0. Mike's going for a 2-1. Kirill's going for a 4-1. As they're all going for a 1-0. Bakary Lasagna going for a 3-0. Sabre going for a 4-0. Uh, and we've got a fair few more coming in. Stace says 4-0. Rob says 4-0. Stuart says 3-0. Mr. Reese says 3-2. Uh, Ashish says 3-0. Marcus says 2-1. Ginger Gunas says 2-0. Amira says 4-0 and Brad says 3-0. I'm going to continue to throw some of these predictions up on the screen as we move into part three and your questions right after this. Okay, uh, let's jump into the chat box then and go through for the next 10 minutes or so, 15 minutes, some more of your questions. Paul says, wouldn't PGMOL refs slash VAR be helped by doing what rugby and cricket officials do and broadcast their live discussions so the crowd knows what's going on and limits the errors? Without a doubt, Paul, without a doubt, that is exactly what I think that we should be looking for from referees. We should be looking for those referees to have those conversations broadcast continuously. It would eradicate any kind of accusations of the C words that gets talked about a lot within officiating, not that one, um, but plenty of uh, talk about kind of the legitimacy and the, genu- uh, the genuinity, if that's even a word, uh, of the officiating. I think if they broadcast their conversations, discussions live, we'd have a fantastic understanding and insight into how they're coming to those decisions as well. Uh, Men says, Tom, are you aware of the bed bug infestation in France? No, I'm not. But thank you so much uh, for, for telling me about this. Uh, I am staying uh, in a hotel uh, outside of Lens. Um, apparently, it's more so Paris. I'm just doing a quick Google. But apparently, it's more Paris uh, than anything else. But uh, thank you, Mons, for uh, Mens. Mons, maybe maybe you're French and it's Mons. Um, but uh, thank you for letting me know about that horrifically enlightening facts about France. Only there for one night. Hopefully I can survive. I'll do a good solid bed check before uh, before going to bed. Uh, Sabres is not quite Arsenal related, but if the audio is egregious when released, would you as an Arsenal fan and journalist support a replay? Um, the audio is egregious. Uh, I guess. Interesting. It depends on what it is. You'd need to have an example, wouldn't you, of what it was. If it contradicted, if it sounded off, I mean, what? Does it create an argument for a replay? It's tough to tough to know, really, isn't it? It's very tough indeed to, to know what you what would be the right decision in that case. Uh, Rob says, we've got to give this competition some respect. Seven and eight changes to our first choice 11 is too much. Get four goals early in this one and we can rotate to our heart's content. Get four wins early and we're sorted. It's a fair point. My only issue is with this game is the Man City game is at the weekend. So that's very much in my mind and I can't get the Man City game out of it. And I just think if it, if it means drawing this game and rotating a fair few players out, I don't really mind that much as long as we protect our key players ahead of the game against City this weekend. If you were to tell me what's more important, I think we all know which game is more important to us. So that's that's key. Uh, Constantine said, how much do you think that Pedro Neto would cost? Oh, you know, you're looking at 40, 50 million pounds maybe to get him away from, from Wolves. Uh, Mateus Nunez cost him around 50 million pounds. I think it was just over that in the end. I think maybe around that figure. I don't know what Neto's contract situ- situation is. I'll have a quick check. 
when does his contract run out? Uh, no, that's the wrong Neto. We want Pedro Neto. There we go. Not the Bournemouth goalkeeper. His contract runs out in 27. So, yeah, he signed a new deal last year. So, it's not likely that... Um, I just realised my laptop's not on charge. Why is it not on charge? Um, I don't think it's particularly likely that uh, we'll be able to get any kind of cheap deal for Neto, especially because he's having a very good start to the season. So, that obviously doesn't help the idea of getting him on the cheap. Um, but yeah, I mean, 40, 50 million pounds, I think is what it would probably cost. Um, Georgen says, uh, you think the transfer talks for a new striker went a little quiet after the win on stats Saturday. I'm still hoping for Ozimen. Uh Arsenal will be planning Georgen for uh, Jorgen, I, sh I should say probably, or J maybe uh, Jorgen, uh, might be the better way of pronouncing it. Um, but uh, yeah, I think in terms of talks about a striker yes we scored plenty of goals jesus didn't get on the score sheet of course did assist saka's first goal i think that arsenal obviously planned very much well in advance whether or not it's going on a game it doesn't necessarily change too much one game doesn't usually change a long-term plan for the club's recruitment strategy so i don't expect to see significant changes in that regard uh, josh says what's more important in january another striker or right wing competition uh, for Saka, I think that we need another right winger to, uh, at the most and uh, we can't just run Saka into the ground and we can't win just with Jesus. I think people underestimate Jesus. I really do. I think Jesus is a fantastic striker. I think Arsenal can win the league with Jesus. I think if Arsenal had had Jesus for all of last season and Saliba hadn't have got injured, I think you probably wouldn't have been talking about Arsenal as very likely potential winners of the Premier League. So I do think we can win the league with um, uh, with uh, with uh, uh, Jesus. And I think that when it comes to a transfer window, I'd like to see someone bring brought in that's got that, that versatility, I suppose. You know, Jesus is someone who's got that versatility themselves. If we do bring in a centre forward, I'd like it to be someone that's young, that's, that's different to what we have. I talk a lot about Benjamin Sesko being the person that I like the most in terms of somebody that I think could take Arsenal to the next level. Um and, and develop into somebody that could be scoring a ridiculous number of goals in the future. I think we need to wait until next summer to assess the options at centre-forward. Uh, more than a wheelchair, says Ramsdale or Raya, Tom. I think that obviously in the Premier League, it seems Raya is the number one pick. Um, Ramsdale had a really good game against Brentford. Raya was very solid against Bournemouth. So for this game in the Champions League, I would start uh, Ramsdale. I think Ramsdale deserves to play in the Champions League and I'd bring Raya back in for the match against Manchester City. Um... Per Jensen Jensen says, uh, football manager style choice. Partey can get shots um, for the pain and play through the game on Sunday, but he's guaranteed to miss the next three. Do you do it? Probably not, to be honest. Um, no, I don't think I would risk it and then lose him for the next three games. Arsenal's fixture list coming up after the Manchester City game isn't particularly easy. We've got Chelsea after that, then Seville away as well, and Sheffield United at home. So I'd quite like to have... Uh, Partey for the next three games after City. I think that we've got enough quality in the team with Rice, um, with Erdegaard, either Vieira or Havertz, that I think we can take on Man City as well, especially where they're lacking Rodri for this fixture as well. Um, let's scroll up a little bit more. Um, 95 did it again, says, please tell me there's no legitimacy in Arsenal's links with Calvin Phillips. Can we just not help the team offload their flops? Uh, I've seen that little rumour on social media, but I can't say that I've heard there's any legitimacy to it. I think it's just one of those stories that pops up. Arsenal have had interest in Calvin Phillips in the past, and a lot of Arsenal fans desperately wanted Arsenal to sign Calvin Phillips, actually, before we brought in Declan Rice as well. So, 
you know, I think the player's not had too much of an opportunity at Man City. We can say that he's been a bit of a flop there, but I mean, when you're trying to get in above the best defensive midfielder in the world in Rodri, very difficult indeed to to see how he can be described as a flop when we all know that Rodri is going to be starting next to all of their games in that position. Alex says, glad you're feeling better, Tom. Thanks, mate. Uh, I agree with the 11. What's the chance of Arteta making this many changes, though? Smith Rowe to get a go tonight. Um, if we see Smith Rowe get a goal, that'd be fantastic for his confidence, I think. Um, I would make a significant number of changes because of the game against City. However, I think that Arteta still will go relatively strong because it is a Champions League game. Uh, Dallas uh, Dallas Schwartz says, Morning, Tom, from across the pond in Sacramento. Thank you for joining me. What on earth are you doing up this early in the morning? I don't know, but thank you for joining me, mate. Uh, Derek says, Do you think there is a greater pressure on Arsenal to get a result this Sunday with the players that are missing for City. Of course, I think there's an expectation that with Man City, without Rodri um, and De Bruyne, of course, as well, I think that because of that, there is more of an expectation um, on on the likelihood uh, of Arsenal getting a result in that game. Uh, just having a quick look at Man City's team news uh, for the game this midweek as well. They play Leipzig uh, team news for this game. Does it give me any information about this? Uh, Pep got a preview, previous meeting last time at match officials. No, I haven't got any team news information. I'm trying to find some. Um, let's have a look on the Manchester Evening News. They usually have a quite good one for team news-wise. Uh, boom, 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 boom. Don't really see. Don't have any information on the latest Man City team news. That's really frustrating. You would think <laughs> you would think it would be there. Injury and suspension list. Here we go. This might be it. Sportsmile providing this one. Out is Kevin De Bruyne with a hamstring problem. Out is John Stones with a muscle injury. Out Bernardo Silva with a leg injury. He could be back for October 4th, uh, it says, though. So he could be a, he's a major doubt, is Bernardo Silva, apparently. Uh, and it says that John Stones could be back for the game against Arsenal as well. Um, Rodri is serving a domestic ban, but he will be able to play in the Champions League. So Arsenal could be facing a, a Man City team at the weekend without De Bruyne, maybe without Stones. Who knows? Will Bernardo Silva be available? We'll have to wait and see if he plays against Leipzig as well. So there is some interesting um, interesting thoughts on that. Um, right. I think we're going to have to end the show there. Thank you so much, guys, uh, for tuning in. Um, it's been very much appreciated. Again, a massive apologies that there was no show yesterday. It was completely out of my control as my body tried to stop me from talking about Arsenal and succeeded. But um, I am feeling a lot better. Uh, I am feeling a lot more recovered. But uh, I am going to be taking off on my journey to France in a little bit. Uh, I'll be providing you coverage of the game over on football.london, hopefully getting to hear from some of the players afterwards as well. I'll be trying to give you as best of a, a glimpse into the journey uh, to Lens as I can um, and looking forward to that. So, yeah, that's going to be great. And, uh, and giving, doing some filming. Apparently, there was uh, like they weren't letting people into the ground until really late yesterday. So it might mean that I have more time to do some filming outside the ground um, as well to give you a kind of a, a glimpse into what it's like on a Champions League night in Lens. Um, but yes, it's going to be fantastic. All of that content, by the way, will be over on the Arsenal way. It won't be here. It'll be over on the Arsenal way, which is our dedicated Arsenal YouTube channel for football.london. So make sure that you're subscribed there. We're closing on 100,000 subs over there, believe it or not. And we are very close to hitting 52,000 subs here as well. So thank you to everyone that continues to support the channel and channels out there. It means the absolute world. And uh, yeah, wish me luck for driving abroad. Any tips? Drop them my way. And uh, yeah, very much so. And I'll, I'm packing the sick bags, Visu, just in case. Don't you worry. Um, hopefully won't be needed, though. Thanks, guys. Have a fantastic day. And as always, 
up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.